0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Four Verts Podcast. Uh, as usual, we're going to be looking forward to week 12 and breaking down some of those games and then giving you our game picks for the week. So thanks for tuning in. Let's get it. 12 um what's up i just triggered i just triggered my alexa for some reason um anyways who wants to go george how about how about you go divinity since you have just the worst game oh
1: we have the biggest game of the year this weekend uh charleston southern's coming into town that's my boys down there um (laughs) uh i heard their baseball team's pretty good um
2: Them your boys, you better start praying now.
1: (laughs) I'm playing quarterback this weekend for him. That's sweet, bro. Can you hit me up with some sideline passes? Yeah, for sure. All right, but um, but yeah, I mean, I don't really have much. (laughs)
2: There's
1: not really much to say on Charleston Southern. Um, pretty much, uh, you know, one of those games where you just throw in the. The guys that haven't really got to play this this year um, haven't got seen a lot of action. They're probably gonna play. You know, probably start in the second quarter and in the first, depending on how ugly it gets. Um,
2: they're four. We're we gonna five. see last chance get a quarterback.
1: Dude, I wouldn't be surprised because <laughs> this is the only chance he has of stepping on the field. Um, I mean,
2: technically, he steps on the field every week, but just in between the
1: hedges, Sam.
0: In between the hedges. Just wait until Kirby Smart goes to LSU and Muschamp's your head coach. Then his kid will be playing That's all the time.
2: Crazy, Muschamp's, crazy.
1: Muschamp's not being a head coach ever again. Um. Until Kirby goes to LSU, just wait until <laughs> next week. <for> <laughs> oh, stop. Don't do that. I'm no. cry.
2: <laughs> the good news is y'all would still have a defensive mastermind who can big game hunt recruits.
1: Yeah, what if everybody leaves? What if Kirby just like takes the shot with him? Just like goes to like goes to TCU for no reason at all. That would be
2: crazy. Yeah, paying like thirty million a year. <laughs>
1: yeah, just running the Big Twelve. <laughs> said screw Alabama, bro. I don't want to play anymore.
2: Um, I'm gonna be my own Bama over here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, it's just it's gonna be it's gonna be a uh, blowout. Um, that's about it. I got on Charleston Southern. I don't, there's not much else to say um, about that.
0: Yeah, they're four and five in the Big South right now. Um that so that's not like very it. good.
1: There a, a lot of listeners probably didn't even know that was a conference. So, uh, uh, if we're being honest,
0: I couldn't have told you what conference they were in before I just read that. So
2: um, I mean, I thought the I thought the Big South's been over since like 1865, but that's <laughs> neither here nor there. <laughs>
0: All right, well, there's there's that. Georgia's going to get another fucking domination. Um, who wants to go next?
2: I'll go. I'll, uh, let's just go ahead and get this out of the way since I don't have the warm and fuzzies about Clemson playing Wake Forest this week. Um, it's a home game, though, final home game of the season. Um, we've got a really long, active home win streak going, so that's on the line. But, um, you know, Wake's essentially an inverse of Clemson. Um we have a bad offense and a good defense, and they just have a good offense and a bad defense. Um, but they're also one of the most experienced teams in the nation. They've got nine super seniors uh, on their roster. I think four or five of them start, and almost all nine of them are getting, like, significant snaps over the course of the season. Um, off last year's team, they have 20 returning starters. Uh, 19 of their 22 current starters have been in the program for at least three years. And
1: um, I didn't know David Curry transferred yeah the <laughs> oh, man's still playing bro
2: he's 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 playing somewhere he's, he's playing at your local planet fitness or something but um you know their middle linebacker luke masterson is a like a 15th year um he's very david curry-esque he's more skalski in the sense that he's good at football but he's also kind of undersized and slow like skalski and david curry David Curry, if you're listening, uh, no hard feelings, bro. You're just not that great. Um, if he ever listened, he stopped after last season.
3: <laughs>
0: oh,
2: yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, wow. I think I think I made sure of that one last year. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. It kind of went from like a we hate David Curry to we hate Andrew Thacker from the, from the tech side tech yeah, this podcast. Yeah, Curry,
0: because Curry's not there anymore, so we got to hate someone else.
2: Yeah. Last year was his fault. Now it's all on Thacker. Yeah, He doesn't have Defense a Defense ain't got
3: no better, so.
2: gotten worse. So Maybe David Curry was good. Hell, that's that's listen, that's another show, another time. I got to get through this one. Um, but yeah, so anyway, Wake Forest, hella old people on their team. Um, but, but I mean, it all starts with their quarterback, Sam Hartman's. Uh, I guess he's a redshirt sophomore. Um, he's been their starter the last couple of years. Um, and he's been frankly outstanding. Um, Completion percentage right at 60%, over 3,000 yards, 30 touchdowns to eight picks. Uh, he's also added nine rushing touchdowns. Um, so, I mean, he's, he's fifth nationally in quarterback rating. Uh, he's one of only four power five quarterbacks with 30-plus touchdown passes. Um, the thing that you, you see right off the jump with him on tape is two things. He's extremely mobile in the pocket. He's not fast. He, he almost reminds me of Aaron Rodgers, the way Aaron Rodgers is able to move around in the pocket and just, like, kind of step up or slide step, just very subtle movements that he can make quickly and get out of rush yeah, lanes. I see that. Um, and then the other thing you'll see is that he just he's, – he's extremely confident chunking the ball downfield. Um, and he doesn't have the greatest arm in the sense that it's not, like – a rope going 50 yards, he really just kind of bombs it. Uh, And I think the big reason why he does that is because outside of Ohio State, this is far and away the best receiver tandem in the country. Probably that you've never heard of. I mean, you got A.T. Perry, who's like 6'5 on the outside. He's got 918 yards and 11 touchdowns. Uh, That's tied for the most touchdowns in the country for a receiver. Um, And then on the other side of him, you have DeGory Roberson, who – has 860 yards and eight touchdowns. He's been. Jacoby Roberson and, and Jordan Addison have been the two best receivers in the ACC for the past couple of years. So the fact that At Perry statistically is having a better year is kind of crazy because Roberson's still going off. Um, but it's it's going to be a challenge for us outside for sure. They've only played one team this year that's currently ranked. That would be NC State. Uh, who they played last week, and Sam Hartman had by far his worst game of the year, uh, was well under 50% completion at 42.6%, and he threw three picks. Um, That's the good news. The bad news is is his worst game of the season also consisted of 290 yards and three touchdowns to go along with 43 yards rushing and a rushing score on a season-high 13 carries. So, basically, it was kind of a mixed bag, but he also – through for a lot of yards and put up some points. Um, and, and speaking of their, their running game, um, they're averaging almost 180 yards in the ground, but they are not explosive at all. Um, they use three backs, um, and they're, they honestly split uh, touches pretty evenly between them. Uh, their leading rusher, Christian Bill smith has been banged up the last couple of weeks, didn't play a ton against UNC, and then didn't play at all against NC State. Um, He's got 533 yards, seven touchdowns on the season. Um, Behind him, there's a freshman, Justice Ellison. I think he might be the only freshman on either side of the ball that's getting significant playing time. Um, He's their second guy. Um, He's led the team in carries the past two weeks. He's got 477 and six touchdowns on the season. Then you got Christian Turner. He's kind of the odd man out here, but he's still handling 29.9% of their carries and running back touches. He's got 359 and three touchdowns on the year. Um, so they can they can rotate those guys in. They do. Um, none of them are a factor as a receiver, though. Only 17 catches between them combined, um, and they – I mean, there are games where they've rushed for over 200, but there are other games they've rushed for around 150, 160. They put up one, uh, 116 on NC State last week, and a couple weeks ago in a double overtime game against Syracuse, they only ran for 95. And I think that's about where they'll be against Clemson. To be honest with you, probably around 100, 120, somewhere in that range. Um, but the biggest thing with Wake is they have that really slow mesh read design on all their play action and, and zone concepts. So it it really puts you in a conflict because as a defender, you have to think, okay, because they're basically freezing on the on the on the mesh. So it's kind of like if you if you come down to play the run, they're going to throw over top of you. If you you know, if you stay back trying to defend your your pass or your zone assignment, um, they're just going to hand it off. And if you freeze and don't do anything, uh, you still lose. So it's, it's very unique. Um, but the the one thing schematically that you can do really throw that off is put interior pressure. And that's where Sam Hartman has kind of struggled. He hasn't been bad against the Blitz, but he has been more affected against the Blitz and has been far less effective as a runner when he's scrambling uh, to either side instead of stepping up in the pocket and running. That's when he's far more decisive carrying the ball. Um, <clears throat> but, again, you just have to get pressure up the middle. So we're going to need a big day from our defensive tackle rotation between, you know, Tyler Davis, Ruka Roro, uh, Trey Williams, uh, Edenoza Ruben. I mean, all these guys are going to have to play, and they're going to have to play well. Um, so, again, this is a really, really good offense. I mean, Wake leads the country in passes of more than 30 yards. They run the ball consistently. Um, I mean, they haven't scored less than 35 in any game this season. They're averaging like 450 yards a game you know, 45, I think their average is 44.7 points a game. I mean, this is a really, really, really good offense, um, as good as Pitt. They're a very comparable to Pitt, I would say, with a better secondary receiver. But defensively is where their weakness is uh, on the season. They're allowing just over 29 points a game and about 440 yards a game. They're allowing over 200 rushing and passing um, in their last six Wake's giving up an average of 38 and a half points and 500 yards a game. So when you take out the scrubs Jesus. in the front, the fact that they had a really, really nice game against Virginia, um, you know, they've they've pretty much allowed everybody else to just shred them. Um, and, the, and the one thing that you'll see uh, from them, it's a lot of man coverage on the outside, one high safety, you'll see their other safety working down in the box. Um, They seem content playing like that in the sense that, you know, we're going to go one-on-one, we're going to make you throw against guys that know their assignments. And uh, if you can beat us one-on-one, it is what it is. But they're not – they don't seem content to let teams run the ball on them, um, which is good and bad for us because obviously we can't – we can't exactly take advantage of the fact that they're going to load the box. Um, So, I mean – especially with not having Engada. Uh, Justin Ross also has a stress fracture in his foot. He's supposed to have surgery on Thursday. He's probably done for the season. Um, so, you know, just the hodgepodge at receiver for us, not sure if we can take advantage of the way that they play aggressive on the outside, but also the quarterback runs been their other main weakness. I mean, you know, Lamar Light, uh, Malik Cunningham at 46 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Syracuse quarterback Garrett Schrader had 178 yards and a touchdown. Sam Howell went full Tim Tebow for 104 yards and two touchdowns. But again, that's probably not an area we can take advantage of because our quarterback is not exactly the most fleet of foot. And now he's got a torn or strained or injured PCL. So I doubt we're going to run DJ a whole lot. Hopefully Puma can get in there and we'll do some of the design quarterback run stuff with him. But you know, again, third downs, still a major concern for us offensively. Um, we have to be able to keep Wake's offense on the sideline by extending drives. You know, we were only 5 of 21 last week against UConn. I want to say that's because of all the backups, but frankly, it's not. Um, we were shitty all game. And um, like I said, I mean, Wake scored 35 or more in every game this year. I think, honest to God, they'll probably be close to or at that number against us. Um, it's not a matter of if they'll score, it's just when and how much. Um, so I think the real game, the real question in this game is if Clemson can score enough to keep pace with them. be honest with you, I don't have the warm and fuzzies about that. I don't necessarily think we'll be able to trade punches with them. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think you probably can see where I'm going with my pick, but we'll get into that later. And then I don't know if y'all care to go through all the up-tempo stuff, but I – I went through all the games last night and found some – found some shit. Don't know if it's worth spending another five minutes on or not, but –
0: Hey, if you took time digging it up, then give it to us.
2: You're right. You're right. You told me to go hard, so I did. So, yeah, we'll just – we'll just cut that out. Here we go. So, yeah, um, back to my point about DJ playing better in up-tempo situations the last few weeks, um, I went back through and I found – some examples of a two-minute drill or a situation on offense where you want to hurry up. So they're not all, you know, into the first half. They're not all, you know, trying to score late in the game, stuff like that. But some examples of the good, you know, we are tied 7-7 seven to seven at Syracuse, two minutes to go in the first half, 13 play, 58 yards, touchdown drive uh, to put us up. On that drive, DJ was 7 of 10 for 49 yards, obviously a lot of underneath stuff. Um, but this was also the drive where our punter came in and completed a 17 yard pass to Davis Allen on fourth down to keep the drive alive. DJ's longest completion on that drive was 15. So our punter came in and bailed him out. Not exactly sure I want to give him the win on that one, but he he did go seven of ten. So efficient. Um, and then against Pitt, we're down twenty seven to ten, um midway through the fourth quarter. Obviously, we got to go fast. Um DJ had come in after being benched, Um, and uh, he went one for two for 27 yards, he had two carries for 13 and had a touchdown, but the first two plays of this drive were a defensive pass interference and then defensive holding that gifted us 22 yards, so basically took us from our own 40 uh, down to about their 35 or 40, Um, but again, this is a quick drive, a minute 34 seconds and we got points, so. Not bad there, um, and then again down twenty four to twenty against FSU. About four minutes to go in the game. This is after the strip sack where Jermaine Johnson sh- strips DJ and takes it in for the score to put them up. So obviously you got to answer. We go three plays, fifty eight yards and a touchdown uh, to answer and and take the lead back. Obviously ended up being the game winning score. But FSU they gave us thirty yards and penalties, and then Will Shipley capped off that drive with a twenty one yard touchdown. DJ didn't throw a pass that drive. So examples are bad in up-tempo. Up-7 zip against Georgia Tech with four minutes to go in the first half. Um, We go three and out. Took 31 seconds off the clock. DJ was one for two for six yards. Uh, Then again, pretty much same situation. Tied 7-7 against NC State. Uh, Four and a half minutes to go in the first half. We go two plays and turn the ball over. D.J.'s one for two. First, first play goes to Justin Ross for eight yards, and the next one is an interception. Um, actually got a defensive pass interference to push us to midfield, and then two plays later, um, you know, we run that little pitch play. Sid, I know you, you know the one I'm talking about, where you pitch it out, and then you run the tight end up the seam behind it. Well, we ran that play and had it wide open, and D.J. throws it seven yards behind Davis Allen – linebacker standing right there it hits him in the helmet pops up and the other linebacker picks it off so just awful there Um, and then you have another one down 14 zip against Pitt under a minute to go in the first half Pitt had obviously just scored 14 on their past two drives Um, so they kind of flipped it on us and you have Shipley return the kickoff to the to the 37 so you have decent field position only need about 60 yards to go get points so obviously we get aggressive Uh, DJ concrete feet um, he's glued to the ground like a tree, takes a sack on first down, you know, just not really an athlete. Moment was too big. Um, incomplete on second down. Again, just not really an athlete. Moment was too big. Um, and then after that, we decided we're just going to hand it to Kobe Pace and go to the locker room because DJ's not really an athlete and the moment's too big. So I say all that to say this if you're going to go fast, you might just end up shooting yourself in the foot. And right now, DJ's a loose cannon, and if you let him go fast, he might shoot himself in the head. (laughs) So I just think that if if you're going to go fast and you can't stay on the field, you're going to self-destruct. Our defense does not need that right now. I've been a proponent of uh, hashtag run the damn ball for a couple weeks now. And I think against Wake, that's going to be the plan. Um, I don't know what it is about these drives before half with DJ where he just turns into Peyton Manning all of a sudden but if he could do that for like half the game instead of like six plays a game, uh, I think we'd be in a much different place right now, but I digress. I I think ultimately it's kind of like Tennessee, you know, when you go fast, you have two outcomes. You can either wear out the defense or wear out your defense. So it's just kind of a matter of, of which one you want to do. And the way DJ's playing, I just don't think you can put the offense in hurry up mode. Um, because all you're going to do is just get yourself off the field quick. That's, that's my fear, at least. So, yeah, um, it's going to be interesting. But the season's almost over. But I think at this point we can safely assume what DJ is and what he is not. Um, and what he is not as a quarterback that I would put in hurry up. Because <laughs> he's not good. Well, there you go. Yeah, that
0: was a lot of information right there. I don't even know what oh, yeah. I don't even I don't even have any questions because there's just such an influx of information in that. Um,
2: no, I, I covered it. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy listening real. to that though.
0: Um. Yeah, wow. I can go ahead and hop into hop into the overview for South Carolina. Um, got the Auburn Tigers coming to town. Um. And obviously the big news, Bo Nix is out. Um. So we get T.J. Finley. The backup transfer from LSU, which actually might make me more nervous than if Bo Nix was healthy, because um, you know last year we beat we beat Auburn uh, with old Bo Nix out there. JC Horn got a couple of interceptions, which helped that. But um, you know the next game after we beat Auburn, we went and faced TJ Finley in at LSU. Um, TJ Finley was starting for um, for Miles Brennan because he was injured, um, and he ended up looking like Cam Newton going. 17 for 21 for 265 yards and a touchdown. And that LSU offense didn't punt a single time that game um, to beat us 52 to 24. So that's what, that's what T.J. Finley has done to South Carolina so far um, in his young career. So I'm not super excited that Bo Nix is injured, um, but who knows, you know. But anyways, Bo, um, Bo Nix. Anyway, Auburn's been pretty up and down. This season, um, you know, right when they start looking good, they they drop a couple. They got a couple big wins um, against Arkansas and Ole Miss, um, and then dropped the, their last two: Texas A&M and, and kind of a blowout in Mississippi State. They blew just a huge lead. Um, but I mean, obviously, Mike Bobo, the old South Carolina offensive coordinator, is now their offensive coordinator. And uh, it's no secret that he likes to run the ball. And they've got a couple good running backs that can do it. Tank Bigsby and Jarquez Hunter, um, the freshman. Um, Tank, Tank has, uh, has about 800 yards on the season, nine touchdowns um, He gets the majority of the carries, but Jarquez Hunter is kind of their uh, change of pace back. And he's also also really good. He's averaging like eight yards a carry or something like that still. Um
2: He's like change of pace, but he comes in and just runs hard as shit, just like Tank. Yeah. So, it's like you take one out and they're, oh, we got another one.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, expect them to to establish that run, um, especially with Bo Niggs out. I don't know how much they trust T.J. Finley. He's played some this season, obviously. Being the backup, um, he came. Bro, he led him
2: to the to the game winning against Georgia. Yeah, State. against oh. Georgia
0: State when Bo Nix was struggling. Um, and there was actually some quarterback controversy after that on who was going to start the next game. Bo Nix went out, and I forget. Yeah, who went it was. crazy. Yeah, he went crazy the next game. So um, never really looked back to T-, T J Finley after that. But you know, he's still a good was player. It LSU.
2: Is it LSU game that might Bo Nix snapped? It might have been. Uh, Either that or Arkansas, but regardless.
0: Um, but yeah, so I forgot where I was. Oh, Bobo. Yeah. They're going to run the ball. Obviously their defense there. It's a solid defense It's middle of the pack sec. It's nothing crazy. Um, obviously it's nothing like Georgia or or any of the top tier defenses. Um, but they can do some good things. Um, they're better or they've been better this year, at least uh, stopping the run than stopping the pass, which doesn't line up well for the South Carolina team because, Um, We're not great there. We're not great on the ground either, but, you know. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I don't really – I don't know what to say. This is a bad matchup for South Carolina. Um, Seeing as though the offense didn't really – hasn't really improved, that Florida game was kind of a a fluke against a really bad Florida team. Um, You know, we gave up 200 – 58 yards to Missouri last week and um, or 258 yards on the ground to uh, Missouri last week so I'm not sure if we're gonna be able to stop Auburn's running game I doubt that we will um, you know is our offensive line going to come and decide to block I don't know um, but yeah less than ideal matchup they're good at running the ball we're bad at stopping it they're good at stopping the run we need to run the ball to to get anything going on offense so um, it's it's I mean the spread's only seven and a half right now, but it's going to take I think it's going to take some some really good luck for South Carolina to to remain in this game to the end and and if they can somehow pull out a win um, I wouldn't expect it, but hey, you know crazier things have happened.
1: That's true.
2: I think the real problem here is Roger McCreary for them. He's like the highest graded corner in the country, certainly in the SEC. I know that for a fact. Um, and if Josh Van's going to line up outside, um, he's, he's going to get McCreary all day. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's just so, not – we don't match up well with them at all.
2: Um, this is kind of like us and Wake. It's like they have holes, but we're not we're not equipped to attack them. Right. Yeah,
0: so, I mean, we'll see. You have
2: that. You have that.
0: I mean, it... I think their linebacker, Owen Papo, was out last week. Um, their kicker's out, Tucker Carlson, or whatever his name is. I don't know. He's, he's been their place kicker for probably a while. Anders. He's out. I don't know if that's going to make a difference. It probably won't. Um, but, you know, in a tight ball game, not having a place kicker can, could could come back to bite them. I don't know. But we'll see.
2: Always oh, nice know? to have, for sure.
0: Yeah, again, we're 4-1 and one at home. Um let's see if we can keep that going.
2: I mean I'd I'd be happy with y'all winning this one and then then losing the one after.
0: I'd be happy and with us losing this one and winning the one after. Mm. I, I think I'm in the same boat.
2: Mm. Mm. Tough crowd here. You know, i I'd, I'd
0: actually be down to win both of them but what's probably I mean, going to happen is we're going to lose both.
2: Of them. <laughs> I love the, I love the fact that you didn't even start there. You started <laughs> on a on a more logical realistic expectation. And I think that's what that's what most fans really need to understand. Look, I mean, after dropping
0: the Missouri game, if we can somehow scrape out bowl eligibility in these last two games, which are are too tough, too tough teams, I mean, it'll be nothing short of a miracle. So
2: yeah, and it would definitely secure the Virginia Tech job for, for Little Beamer. Beamer. Yeah, yeah.
0: He'll be gone. His bags will yeah. be packed. If we beat Auburn this weekend, he, he won't even coach the Clemson game, probably. I
2: yeah, wouldn't. Yeah. No chance so he, he catches the ball game. <laughs> what do you have to gain from that? Exactly. Just go uh, but, ahead and start recruiting. But anyways, yeah, that's,
0: that's about it. I, I, I hope we can get – we can, you know – we can get the win against Bobo and, and, you know, all those guys. There's kind of a little – there's some beef um, between South Carolina and Auburn from all that. But um,
1: – Speaking of running through the SEC, Bobo's done that too.
0: Bobo has run through the SEC. There's just a
3: hella retrace. Yeah. yeah. But, hey, Bobo
0: running can – he, he can draw up a run game. And I guarantee his, his – the first – their first drive is going to be scripted to perfection because that's one thing he can't do as well. So, um if there's any bets that you can place on if Auburn will score on the first drive, put everything on it.
2: You think so? Yeah. I feel like our first couple of drives are the worst ones of the game.
0: That was the thing. That was the thing last year with Bobo. I feel like that's always been the same with Bobo. His first drive, the offense comes out and looks really good, and then it's just a letdown for the rest of the game. Maybe, I mean, that, was us. maybe, maybe that was just just us, but, I mean, he's – Auburn's first drives, at least in the couple games I watched, they always looked super explosive, and then they kind of slowed down a bit after that. But
2: I don't know. You know, we'll see. So stop on first drive and you win the game. Is that exactly. what I'm hearing? Yeah. And yeah. All, my homie,
0: all my homies hate Mike Bobo, so.
2: Yeah, all the homies hate Mike Bobo. Hell, he probably hates you all. He probably hates Shane Beamer because he felt like he earned that job.
1: Probably. Him and Buschamp <laughs> just need to go somewhere oh else. Oh, my God. They should go coach
2: together. Yeah, they did. They tried that last yeah,
1: year. Yeah, They went two and eight. <laughs> Didn't work very well.
2: Well, Must eight.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm not me, baby. Yeah,
0: but anyways, let's uh let's hop over to Georgia Tech.
3: Yeah, um, Georgia Tech, Notre Dame. Yeah, I keep can... short because <laughs> I don't think it's very. I don't think it's very much worth getting to in depth. Um, <clears throat> I think a good way to put it is we played Notre Dame light this past weekend um, at every position except for quarterback, yep. which is strange because Phil actually came from Notre Dame, but I think I think he's a better quarterback.
2: Imagine um, him at so, Notre
3: Dame right now. Oh my god. Yeah, that'd be that'd be crazy. Um, Jack Cohn is he's average. Um, but they have really, they probably have the best tight end uh, group besides Georgia. Um, their tight ends are really solid. And, you know, that's one thing that absolutely kills us, killed us this past weekend. So I can imagine that um, it's only going to get worse. And uh, their lines are probably more physical, especially their defensive line. Uh, their offensive line is also kind of a wall. Um, that's typically how that goes. So we won't get any pressure on the quarterback. And he'll probably, you know, shred Trey and Tariq and Wanya and all these guys. So um, they average just under 400 yards a game, usually by 150 to, to 250 on the ground. Um, they'll, pro- I mean, yeah, 150, 150 on the ground to 250 and through the air. That'll probably be um, beefed up a little bit. They'll probably be closer to 400 through the air. 200 on the ground Um, You
2: know It's just not looking good Just reasonable Um, numbers I'll
0: tell you what These have been just some Depressing overviews Like Divini's was good Because it was like Yeah we're going to go out there And beat their ass Then our three are just like Yeah We we don't match up well Probably
3: won't go good It ain't looking good baby Ours are just Fuck (laughs) Yeah But um, You know I mean, we, I have no reason to think we'll give up any less than that. I mean, we've given up over 500 in the past, like, four to five games, um, which is crazy. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think it would be tough to do anything on, on offense. It's probably the second-best defense we'll have played beside, behind Clemson this year. And um, I don't have a whole lot of trust that we'll do anything creative to – to change it. I think we'll go back to that Clemson game plan where we don't go hurry up on anything and we line up in formations and shift to a different one right before we snap it. Just try to get anything um, extra out of that. Just trying to match that physicality. I mean, I don't think we're going to be able to. So we're going to have to just do a few little different things. Um, Not give them a good pre-snap read. It worked a little bit at Clemson. We still couldn't score on the goal line, but move the ball okay so I guess we'll see how it goes um Kyle Hamilton's not playing which is good um that's very they'll be key yeah they'll be keying on Jameer because Brian Kelly has done nothing but talk about Jameer in the press conference the past two two days um which tells me one thing he there's only one player on our team worth mentioning um he is good though I mean yeah he's
2: he,
1: he, he is
3: he's good. definitely the best like, player on the field. Oh, without a doubt. Um,
2: maybe maybe his touches should reflect that this week. But did somebody send Pat Nott an email?
3: But here's the thing: he he we he's really not that underutilized. We we just struggle to get him the ball in space because he really is our only threat. I mean, like if you look at it in the North Carolina game, he wasn't doing shit with Jordan on the field. We brought in Jeff, and I don't know where that Jeff came from, but Jeff went out there and went crazy. And then his touches and his yards per carry just went up. He started breaking runs around the edge. I mean, he started finding space. But then when Jeff goes back into his shell and he decides, like, against Miami where he can't make a a pass more than two yards down the field, they're like, chip, load the box with seven, eight guys. Let's run it. I mean – if you're going to try to run Jameer don't matter if it's outside the tackles between the tackles, they're just going to key on him, And that's what they do. Um, He definitely is getting the majority of the carries out of any of the backs. Um, And he's got hello. I mean, he's, he's second in all purpose yards in the country. I know like a third of that is kick return, but I mean, he's, he's getting it done out of the backfield as a receiver and on the ground um, when we give him space. So, I think it'll be tough this weekend, though, just because I feel like they're just going to key on and make us try to beat them with a pass, and I don't think we can do it. So, especially not when you have your right guard grading out um, at 20 in a game and pass blocking. I mean, that's just fucking brutal. I feel like <laughs> I could put on pads right now and go do something what's similar.
1: Oh, 20? Um, I didn't even know you could get
3: that low, dog. I, I mean, I'm. I think it was like 22.7. So, I mean – yeah, dude, I, I didn't either, to be honest with you. Um,
1: that's just not even getting in the way. Yeah, like, what um, were you doing all game? Like, what were I you doing to get I into the game? I don't
3: know. It's hard to fathom, <laughs> though. Like, but that's where we are at guard. Um, I mean, we got young guys that can play. It's just – they're just young. They're going to make so many mistakes. But, honestly, at this point, I feel like it's better than a SEC transfer from Tennessee – that it's grayed now at a 20 at guard. It's not good. Um, so anyways, we'll move on from that. <laughs> Offensive line will probably be a shit show. Uh you also have to do a better job of getting our guys in the slot the ball. I think Nate McComb's really good. Um, I think Kyrick McGowan could be a difference maker if we get him the ball. And then Malachi Carter and Adonicus. I really like to I like to see Adonicus. Just get the ball. I told Jacob and Connor when they were at the game. I was like, I just like when he gets the ball because good things happen. And then he turns around and makes plays. He always knows where he wants to go as soon as he gets the ball, and he's sure-handed. So, gotta figure out a way to get him the ball this weekend. Um, I don't think we're gonna be able to sit back there and just do those quick little outs and shit like we do usually do. Like we're just gonna have to move the ball by throwing it downfield, and we'll see if Jeff's healthy enough to do it. If he's really healthy and he's rested, he looks good. If not, his mechanics just go out the window and he short arms everything and it just looks pitiful. So, um, definitely won't get it done with Jordan back there. I hate that because, I mean, I think he's a good backup quarterback, but you're just – you're handcuffed with him behind there. So, uh, other than that, maybe we'll hit an extra point this weekend. That'd be, be nice huge. if we tie the game up. Yeah. Yeah. that'd be That'd be really cool. I, shit, I don't even know just i hope we give up less than 500 i'm tired <laughs> of that I'm, t- I'm so fucking sick of that dude when you turn around at halftime and i, I look we, give and up less we got five, the stats wanna... up on the, the we give up the band we have like the stats up on the video banner behind us in the west stands where we sit and i turn around and I look and it's like 379 with fucking three minutes to go in the first half and i'm like Sheesh, well, we really buckled down here, boys. We need under 500 <laughs> in the first half. It's yeah. just like, this is just pitiful. So, yeah, um, quarterbacks are having career days and it's sad. So, yeah, who knows? Maybe we come out there and we play like we did against North Carolina and put on a good game, or we come out there and play like we played against Pitt, Virginia, the rest of the schools, and uh. It's, uh, it's a no fun trip for me and me and my dad. So we'll see. And you know what? We'll just enjoy the time together, see Chicago <laughs> sightseeing, freeze our ass off for no reason. It is what it is.
0: Yeah. Well, that
3: concludes. If that wasn't depressing enough to end. Yeah, that I was about episode.
0: to say that. That concludes the f- most depressing um, overviews of of games I've ever heard.
2: Yeah, sounded like about. three funerals.
0: But yeah, time to get into the picks here.
2: Um, Which is another funeral. God yeah. bless.
0: But yeah, Sam, you can hop into the picks.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't even really want to go through what happened last week. I will say Sid had a, I mean, I guess five and four and, and yeah. pace the group.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> above 500,
1: baby. Yeah, that's all I'll yeah. we'll say about
2: that. Yeah, we're not so,
1: going to talk about the rest.
2: Yeah, I will say there is a ton of parity um between us right now which is good. Um but yeah, I mean we'll just get into it. Um so is the that first good? game we have is um, <laughs> I don't know how you look at it. You know, I think we're all here to have fun. Um and and fun has been had by all. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, nonetheless, we'll we'll get into the games. Um the first one we have Again, a top ten opponent on the road against Clemson, and somehow our team, despite being somewhat bad, decimated by injuries, we're still a three and a half point favorite. Vegas knows something. Vegas loves y'all, dude. And I want to know what it is. What does Vegas know, or what do they not know at this point? But um, yeah, I mean, you know, Clemson's at home. It's Senior Day. We don't lose at home, um, except for this week. Yeah, give me Wake. You just ripped the band aid off. I don't want to. Yeah. I feel like it's a safe pick.
3: I feel like it's a. I mean, I hate to say it's a no brainer because it's Clemson, but honestly, this one just feels like a no brainer. You know, like I feel like, I feel like minimum, at a minimum, Wake scores 24.
2: Um, Oh, yeah. I mean, they're going to get off the bus with about 20 for sure. I mean, their offense just, they just go. And this so, is so similar to Pitt, where it just feels like we don't have enough <laughs> to stay with him. That's that's really what it comes down to. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So for that reason, I'm gonna go with Pitt. Fuck. Um <laughs> <Wait. laughs> <laughs> dang, dang. dang, dude.
0: Dang.
2: I don't know. We know who you're picking. Don't even act like you're thinking about this right now.
0: No, dude, I for some reason there's something in me that's saying Sam, pick, what was the score of the that pit same pit climb? I'm talking mean. right now. Thank you. Hey, uh, hey. You, no, Vinnie, you're taking
1: forever to pick. I'm asking the same
0: question. You cannot even say that, Davini. You sit there and you're like, oh.
1: Uh, <laughs> think, about, think about who you're thinking. Uh, I ask question. What was the score of the uh, pick? It was 20, 27 let's, let's, to 17. Let's actually try to finish these picks tonight.
0: Um, like I was saying, there's something in me that's saying to pick Clemson, so I'm going to pick Clemson, which is totally not like me. But, hey, you know. <laughs>
2: Are you going close in here? Yeah. Interesting. I might go close and okay. just arrive with the squad, just just to do it.
0: I just have a weird feeling about it, you know? Just have a weird feeling about it.
3: All right. Well, take that feeling and solidify it and let's move on. I already did.
2: Okay. Vinny, it's what done. are you thinking here? I got Hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah, I got
2: late. Quick on the draw there. Uh, next game up, we got Michigan State, Ohio State. Uh, This is a ranked matchup, but Ohio State's favored by 19 at home. Uh, Safe to say, are we all going Buckeyes here? Anybody got faith in Kenneth Walker? No. I mean, I I got faith in Kenneth Walker, but I think Ohio State's offense is just going to roll too much. So I think that's across the board. Okay, cool. So moving on, we got Ohio State for everybody there, which almost ensures Ohio State will lose. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Then we got Iowa State and Oklahoma. Oklahoma's a a four-and-a-half-point favorite at home coming off a loss last week against Baylor, in which we all picked Oklahoma. Um, I'm picking Oklahoma again only because Iowa State's pretty bad. I mean, Brees Hall can't run for 150 and four touchdowns every week. But now that I've picked Oklahoma, he almost certainly will. Yeah, yeah, he will.
3: I'm also going Oklahoma. I think they uh, rebound from that loss last week. Yeah,
0: I'm taking Oklahoma. Just whatever. I mean, they burn. Oh. They burned us last week, but whatever.
2: We're back for more, baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Oklahoma across the board. So uh,
2: nice. Sorry, so Connor. Not good. I mean, They're I think the problem last week was that uh, Lincoln Riley was on the on the plane showing he was in Baton Rouge. I think that was a real issue. Yeah, so, I already he took yeah. the job. He's yeah, already signed the contract. A, yeah, that's not a fact. <laughs> we're not going to break the news right here.
3: Only um, on this there, was a, there was a real estate agent in Baton Rouge said that one of her clients was Lincoln Riley. So hmm.
2: i love to hear that. I love when <laughs> they stir the pot. Love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, moving on. Oh, man. You heard that here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Um, the next game we have includes Bama. Are we all picking Bama here? Yeah. Yes. I mean, they're only a a 20-and-a-half point favorite. Yeah, I was about to say, the spread's
0: 20 like this. I'm
2: putting this on here because this is a ranked matchup, and there's not a whole lot else going on this week. So, yeah, we're all taking Bama here. Uh, Then we got SMU going on the road to see Cincinnati. Um, The Fighting Luke Fickles are a 12-point favorite at home, which feels like a lot. Um, If I'm picking against the spread, I'm taking SMU but I think since you will find a way to win it. Since they played down to their competition for the last month, maybe they'll play up to it now that they play somebody on offense. I'm,
3: uh, I'm taking Cincy. Yeah, I'm with you. I think
0: SMU will probably take an early lead, like every team does on Cincinnati, and then end up
2: blowing it. So, This is where DeVinny picks SMU. I wanted to, but
1: uh, their defense is awful. Uh, poopy, poopy, stinky. So I'm going Cincy as well.
2: Okay, so basically we're all just putting teams in the dirt. Ohio State, Oklahoma, Obama, Cincy. You're all on. You're all on a, on watch. You thought we would have learned something from last week. You thought we're back for more, baby. <laughs> nah, we um, never learn. <laughs> um, let's see. Now we got Florida, seven and a half point favorite on the road against Mizzou. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, Florida got caught by Carolina. Carolina got beat on Mizzou. Um, Carolina had to score seventy last week to beat an FCS team. Um, I think Dan Mullen has oh, quit. You know, Dan Mullen's his office is probably in about three cardboard boxes right now. Um, so yeah, I'm going Mizzou. Just go ahead and put the put the nail in the coffin. Against all logic. Like, literally,
3: like, the transitive property of college football, like, anything you look at right now would tell you Mizzou is going to win. I'm, uh, I'm taking Florida. So, I feel like it's a good chance for me to get two points back on y'all because I'm assuming y'all are taking Missouri.
0: No, I'm taking Florida, so. too. I think Florida could probably put up 49 at least on Missouri. Easy. Um, Nine? Florida, 49.
3: 49 points. Oh, I thought you said nine. No, I was like, so I think terrible. they can do nine. That's doable. I'm
0: not, I'm not sure it if it could be if, really realistic today. I'm not sure if, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure yeah, so, if Missouri's gonna, gonna, gonna stop them. So
2: I just feel like Tottenham is probably gonna run for like 350.
0: You would think that, but. Yeah, I don't know. That's he probably opinion. will. He probably—I uh, don't know.
3: I'm also obviously not very. I'm also I'm not, very, though, I'm so also not
0: just... very good at this picking stuff. So let's just, Davini, who you got? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess I'm going Florida too. I mean, damn! God, y'all are weak. I mean, obviously, I don't, I just don't because they're better doesn't it.
3: mean they're going to. You
1: want to talk about
3: it? Yeah, don't give us any analysis because it doesn't. Make shit, this game. Who gives
2: All right, moving on. Uh, UCLA three and a half point favorite on the road against USC. This game will probably have a total attendance of about 19 or 20. Um, (laughs) USC's entire offense got hurt a couple weeks ago. So, yeah, nine. Probably nine. Uh, So, yeah. No Drake London means I'm not picking USC. So, there you go. Yeah,
3: give me UCLA, too.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take UCLA as well, but that Means USC is for sure gonna win.
1: <laughs> oh, Do USC the is so bad, though. Give them the kiss they of are, death. They are bad. Yeah, I'm. I'm going UCLA
2: here as well. But
0: sometimes I feel like teams Yo, teams just lose, so that we're we're wrong on these picks.
2: Yeah, I think that's exactly what happens. I I agree. Somehow
3: they get our some. I oh, would listen. Yeah. yeah that's definitely not somehow they picked us somehow that's somehow they get they,
0: they our our spreadsheet and find our picks
3: i was about to say that but my you know, dumbass <laughs> is just sitting here talking about it on a recorded podcast <laughs> Look, let's wrap these two last games yeah we're we get getting shit yeah
0: once once, we, <clears throat> right, get, sure once enough. we start doing this too long it gets off rail.
2: we're delusional at this point um next Some game we they got figure
3: one. out our picks
2: yeah, more Big Twelve action. Um, Baylor is a one-point favorite on the road against Kansas State. Um, I'm going Baylor here. But it's a big games, whatever.
3: I feel like this one's kind of a no-brainer. This one's a lock.
2: This is my my lock. The this is your lock. Okay, yeah, well, Baylor. fuck, I'm taking Kansas State then. <laughs> That's All right, Baylor. The Locked it in.
3: Reds
0: even.
2: Oh, well, Baylor was I was telling you they
0: I guess, I guess it's – Baylor's going to be about
3: plus 14,
0: so. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go – to Baylor? I'm going to go Baylor, even though I know that since they got a big win against Oklahoma, they're going to come out and lay an egg.
2: Oh, they have to. It's mm-hmm. Big 12. That's, that's how their the rule system works. That's
1: the very reason I'm taking Kansas State. Smart man.
3: Irvin, Irvin honestly, all the Oklahoma Irvin. fans are just going to be like,
1: what the hell? I mean, somebody's got to change it up. I mean, we got we got to
2: around here. It's love it's, that it's not a, um, it's not
1: a podcast unless
0: Davini says those exact words. I mean, somebody's yeah, got just it to up. be different.
2: That's right. That's <laughs> and right. Then either
1: I shit in the bed like last week, or actually or you go off. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, you, know, you got to ride the wave a little bit. Um, last game of the week, we got Oregon and Utah. Utah is a three-point favorite at home. Um, the odds of me staying up late enough to watch this game are about zero. Um, I don't know how Oregon's not favored, but I'm taking the Ducks That's what here. I'm
3: over here wondering. Yeah. I was trying – but, see, then I think about it, and I know absolutely nothing about either of these teams. And all I know is that, like, when I'm tired on Saturdays and I'm scrolling through the TV and I see that – They're Oregon playing in the background. It's 12 is, – is two minutes into the first quarter. And I'm like <laughs> – Fuck it's 10:40. I want to watch this. It's time for bed. Yeah. Um, and then I turn on and you know it's like 42 to 17, and Oregon usually wins, so I'm gonna go with Oregon.
0: Yeah, I'm also going with Oregon. I don't. I'm really not sure why Utah's um, favored. Odd to me. Maybe their home field advantage. Is, I'm not sure why they're huge. favored or
2: why Cl- Vegas um, is Vegas
0: but is yeah. A give bro. me. Give me the ducks.
1: Give me Utah, baby. Just to change it up for no reason at all. Davini
2: could, could quickly could quickly
1: take it. a lead lead on us with those five points.
2: Honestly, probably will. Um, oh, gotta love it. Yeah, for sure will. But yeah, that's our picks. Please don't take this as betting advice. Um, no, yeah. no, no. Take take the uh, take the Baylor pick to the bank. That's, uh, to one, the
3: bank. i one for the week.
2: Ooh, that gives me less confidence than ever. Take it to the bank. Hey, y'all,
3: y'all are gonna be apologizing next week. You, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna be I, sad I, next week when you don't make any I
1: money off of it. All right, so my pick? Do you know something that we don't? <laughs> What's going on here?
3: I do. I'm just telling you right now. I can't tell you what I know. Just <laughs> okay, take it well, to I'm the bank. I'm going
1: back to Baylor, like. I, I, I'm freaking They're crazy. There's no chance <laughs> Baylor wins this game now. Dude, um, I, I listen,
3: listen, don't do all that. I'm just saying, Baylor.
2: Vinny, you have to you have to change it to Baylor officially. Baylor's going to win by two scores.
3: Did.
0: He did,
2: yeah. He did. You did? Yep. Okay, so Vinny is off K-State
0: um, for the record. I have a person to say something nice about. All right, perfect. Let's perfect. Let's and that, that, and, and that is our good friend, Connor Barnell. You know, mm. big Oklahoma. Uh, mm. Oklahoma lost last week. Caleb Williams gets benched. We're well, not really benched. He got his hand stepped on, um, but that's tough. And then Lincoln Riley taking the job <laughs> down in Baton. <laughs> Lincoln Riley taking the job down in Baton Rouge must be tough. So, um, yeah. You know. Been a, it's been a rough
3: um couple days here, you know, to lose that game and then turn around and you lose your, co- your head coach lose too. Coach. Yeah, he tough. won't even come out and he won't even come out and say it. Um, <laughs> he's he's already set up his PO address and everything there. It's just whatever. It's a tough scene. It's a tough but, scene out there
2: in um, Norman right now.
3: Yeah. But he lo- he looks cool and some jump man and uh, he's he's had some really good quarterbacks. Um and, you know, he deals with Spencer Rattler. That deserves an award right there. So, This was say um,
0: something nice about Connor.
3: Oh, shit. Sorry, uh, Lincoln. <laughs> um, I guess we could change about, it to Lincoln. So- no, no, no. Something nice about Connor. Um, um, He'd be working a lot. Uh, <laughs> He'd he be winning a lot of male nurse awards, so – yeah, he be uh, he be mercing it good up. Good on so. him for that. Male
1: nurse awards. He's just oh wait no no he won just yeah, nurse why, why awards. Male, not, bro. Come on, bro. Uh, uh, God
3: damn it, that's twice. This racist and sexist comment. We're getting
0: cut. Hmm. We got to get out of here um, before before we all lose our. Actually,
3: it's a Daisy award. award, so like it's not even male. It's like more girly.
2: Oh, was a flower. Say something nice, is nice about it, dude. Say <laughs> something nice.
3: <laughs> I'm saying nice. I mean he got nominated for a second one. This is the most backhanded ass conference. A second ever. one. Did he not. just get the first one? Yeah, he no, he got a first one and then he did something um really nice for another patient. You know, they, he they, put an IV in a girl. Oh he said, put I'm an I'm IV in a not- patient she, she said, and I'm they not- uh they you know referred him for another one. He put so an wait, in you, can on you can you just
0: like continuously rack these things in? Or is there like a certain so. certain set of times uh, where like I There's only a certain so amount of money. daisy winners. Uh, because just keep... <laughs> like,
3: oh <laughs> he just <laughs> keeps getting these awards, and he says, I, "I don't know." He says, "He says it's not financially rewarding," but ah, uh, oh, bullshit. He's driving a nice Mercedes.
2: <laughs> he's an Oklahoma oh, man. fan.
3: Yeah, it must I mean, be nice. He buys. He has to buy a Nike Jumpman, Oklahoma gear. That's that's not cheap, you know. Oh, yeah. Somewhere. Yeah, Those Connor, are not back not the comments. I was Connor is legit. filthy rich. He'd be, yeah, he'd be working a lot. And, yeah, he's filthy and, rich. Uh, good on him for that. Because Anna, she just does her three days.
1: Um, I'm not allowed to do overtime <laughs> yet. All right,
3: this is getting off the rails. <laughs> all right,
0: yeah, I think we're just gonna we're just gonna end it there, unless anyone has. Nobody anyone else, else said anything nice about. No, Connor. I need
2: to. I, I need to. Uh, I promised Tate I would shout him out um, after Auburn pulled a Falcons and lost. Um, he actually wanted me to say, like, have a small moment of silence for him. So if we could all, our heads, I'd like to say a quick prayer for Tate and for okay. Auburn Football. Um, and um,
3: and his TV. I would like to pray for his yeah,
2: TV. And his TV. Um, so yeah, let's just, let's just let's just take a little moment of silence, have a have a moment of prayer, and uh, and then we'll be it'll be over.
3: Everybody go mute for five seconds. All
2: right. Ready three two.
1: One. Dear God, why is Auburn poopy making better? Amen. All right. Well, I guess I guess that
0: I guess that's how it's gonna happen. Um, this is going just downhill. So, peace out, everybody. Yeah.